0: Okay, I am recording. All right, Taylor. I'm ready, lady. We are doing this podcast. This world of fundraising that we all know it, it's evolving and it's hard. We also wanted to start this as a way
1: for people to listen in on conversations from the best in the biz.
0: I'm Devin Twyman and I'm Taylor Shanklin, AKA T. Shank on the street. And you're tuned in to raise more now
1: raise more now no now, no now. <laughs> t shanks here in the house we got crazy d who do we have on today's episode
0: we have seth hartman that we work with on a daily basis here at raise more
1: mr seth is our lead designer aka pixel pusher extraordinaire design is important in anything you're doing when you're thinking about your fundraising campaigns. And so we picked Seth's brain about some of his favorite people, his favorite designers to stalk, uh, and influencers. We talked about just why he likes icons so much. Oh,
0: he loves icons.
1: Loves them. So Seth, tell us a little bit about yourself. I want to know just a as we get into it but give us a little bit more of background on yourself and i want to know who you stalk on the web who your favorite designers are
2: ah great great questions um so i i'm i grew up on an apple orchard up in illinois and so uh, a lot of my inspiration comes from a lot of like uh nature and um being outdoors And um, as I grew up, a lot of rusty antique stuff, I just love the look of it and um, making my house almost come back to life from like things from the past. And um, I love building things. Uh, And one weird thing about myself, too, is I did some acting and modeling um, a few years so very interesting uh, side conversation. Oh yeah! Uh,
0: so we are going to definitely make sure that you do uh, the runway walk at our party, at yeah. In <laughs> <laughs> your tuxedo, we definitely are going to be doing that.
2: Yeah. Um. So, a, a couple of people that I really have been inspired through over the years with design. Um, is a few very leading experts in the field of um, just illustrator and design. And I started watching tutorials online back when I was in school. And Ryan Putnam started something called Vec Tips. And it was one of the most inspirational pieces out on the web for tutorials. And I learned a lot through his material about how to actually do Illustrator and use the product because there wasn't really much on the web for learning how to actually use a tool. So looking at his blog, he was actually sharing a lot of tips on things. Um, He is not actually supporting that. He sold it to another person who is actually supporting it now, but... Um, I, I learned a lot from his work and he is continually uh, somebody I look to for inspiration and in what he's doing. Uh, a couple other people, Von Glitchka is amazing designer. Um, he's been in using Illustrator for about 25 years plus and his work is just amazingly creative and he is definitely somebody that I've uh, grown accustomed to in, in the years to look at his work to kind of see what what areas of illustrator and design have evolved. And so I've looked at his work a lot um, for inspiration. Uh, a couple other ones uh, that I found out about on lynda.com was Deke McClelland. He is just a crazy guy. But he has taught me so much about using Illustrator and design um, for Photoshop also. Uh, But he's a a super guru about the software. And so I've learned and watched all of his tutorials on lynda.com. And so I've watched probably 70 hours of his content. And I feel like I actually know him. Um, So uh, him, a couple other ones, Ryan Hemrick. Hamrick is a calligrapher and hand type artist. And that's something that I'm definitely getting more into and love, like the way that it's uh, artistic, but also bringing it back to like design. Um, And so so that's something that I'm really starting to look at and get inspired by a lot more. And then James White. Uh, James White is a crazy 80s style designer. Um, he loves anything that has Chrome effects and, and design and he, I, I, there's just something about him that he's really soft spoken and he is able to share about his design process really easily. And, uh, I just recently did a, um, a workshop with him, which was a bucket list item and learned so much about just technique and, how to actually start with a step-by-step process. And it was like a dream come true to be able to walk through the steps of how he actually builds out his work. So that's a little bit about like my inspiration and who I stalk on the web.
0: <laughs> so I know you use Instagram quite a bit in regards to just getting different ideas and, and seeing what other designers um, have done. So what other things would you recommend people, um, using to get some inspiration and some guidance?
2: So there's a design community called dribble and you have to actually be invited to join the community for designers. And the reason why they did that is specifically they want the, the leading experts in design to be leading out the community. So so, they
0: want the pixel pushers, right?
2: They want the the best of the best in pixel pushing. (laughs) So we won't be
0: invited, just you. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) You know, my drawings on the whiteboard, you mean I won't be invited for that?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Another one I love to follow is Design Inspiration. And uh, this is a website of just every kind of design out there and just as inspirational tool to kind of see what type of work is being done in the industries, uh, across the board. And so if you have like something that you're designing for like, uh, interface, you can go on there. Um, if you're building something like inspirational for like a table, you can get inspired by that for, Um, building a table too. So it's like across the board, creative wise, you can go there and you can learn about a lot of different things. And I love that about Instagram too, is because Instagram is open to everybody in the world and you can see all types of things. Uh, And I love it because I get inspired by vintage things, hand type, calligraphy, uh, icons, uh, user interface. And so a lot of different platforms all in one place. Do
1: so you do what, Pinterest it, much for design inspiration? No.
2: I, people do, yeah. and it's a great resource for that. I just have not ever done it because I don't want to be associated with Pinterest. <laughs> <laughs> it's a personal <laughs> Okay, thing.
0: snob. <laughs> Wait a minute. You did runway, and you don't want to be associated to Pinterest? <laughs>
2: I know. I know. Uh, it's just one of those things I don't want to be associated with,
1: I need <laughs> sound but it
2: is a great resource now. for those right. that use it.
1: <laughs> well, um, I don't use it either, so I'll give you a free <laughs> pass. <laughs> <laughs> we know you love icons and <laughs> we have icons in our app. What what do you love so much about icons, and what makes a great icon? Let's say I think this applies because, you know, with um, people who are doing event fundraising or like do-it-yourself campaigns, and they're trying to motivate and add a level of gamification, you know, so they're maybe putting mm-hmm. little icons into that. Um, tell us a little bit about what you what you think about icons and why you hurt them so much.
2: <laughs> hey, I, this is a great question because. I've done so many different icons in the years I've been doing design. Uh, everyone wants an icon for everything. And I think it is extremely important also with, with an icon that when you look at an icon that if there's no word next to it, that you essentially know what that is. And you can, you can apply it to something like a little trophy stands for a trophy or an achievement or something. And so you understand what that applies to. And so, of course, there's got to be good balance. There's got to be good color breakdown and uh, precision and creativity with that icon. But overall, it's got to be able to describe what it's applying to. And so the reason why I really love doing icons is because they're a, a small little problem that from a problem solver aspect is something that can be achieved pretty simply. And it doesn't take as much time as something like a user interface or a mobile app. And so you can plug in 10 or 15 minutes and make an icon over something that you're problem solving something that when a user looks at it, they go, Oh, I know what that is, or I know what that applies to. And When I click like a heart, like I'm loving it or liking it and like I'm showcasing that I like it. And I think making something that's simplistic and to a level that somebody that didn't design it knows exactly what it is, you are problem solving something without having just a word applied to it. And a lot of people are visual. And so... You're, you're essentially taking a word and making it something that is visual. And people love that. That's why Instagram has been so successful is because people are very visual. They want to see a picture. They want to see a design. They want to see an icon uh, that they can connect with rather than sometimes words. And it's an easy way to actually showcase that.
0: I think you bring up a really good point, Um, you know, going back to telling your story and, you know, really getting your participants to tell their story. A lot of times a picture can tell that story, you know, and what we have found is we're a visual society. Like you just said, Mm -hmm. Instagram is doing quite well. Um, Too bad we weren't the, what, 14 people on that um <laughs> but um but i think you know us always thinking oh my gosh i have to sit down and tell my story and i have to fill it all out and i have to make it into several different paragraphs i would really like to see our market take a stand on that and be like you know what let's not spend an hour telling your story how can you tell your story in five different pictures right mm-hmm. yeah. totally you know and, it's and funny I- Oh, no, go ahead, Seth.
2: And I think even thinking about it, like when you get to Friday after a long week, what is the main thing that we think about going and doing? It's going to the movies. And what are those, what are the movies made up of? They're stories and they're pictures. It's, it's a visual perspective of a story. And I think. Everybody in some way connects with that story and in a different way than they do if they connect with it on like in text or through email or through words. And I think it's very powerful behind the way that visual standpoint brings like a different connection piece.
0: What have you enjoyed the most here at Raisemore?
2: Ah. I think there's a lot of great moments. I love being able to work with the users and um, hence why I worked in education. I love being able to work with the students and, um, and work with clients even in just a contractor base. So from my side of it, I really love working with people. And so our beta was very, in a lot of ways, fun because I learned a lot. And what is their interest? What is what it applies to them? And although I didn't do a lot of talking or interacting with, I learned I, I do a lot of learning by just listening. And I think from my side of it, not being in it very long, uh, I, I learned so much by just taking a step back and being like, what is it? What does it look like in their shoes? They've been in this industry for years and how, how do I step into their shoes in their perspective of what is the most impactful thing in their lives? And it was very fun to be able to hear what is engaging to them, what is important to them. And so I would say that the beta was probably one of the funnest things that, um, we have done so far. Uh, again, I love coffee. And so I love going to coffee shops. So that's fun too.
0: <laughs> yeah. We have to have our coffee breaks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We are a lean startup. Um, we are trying to disrupt this market. Um, so what do we do well and what do we need to work on?
2: So I would say the thing that I've like brought up before is like, I think we're evolving the industry and we're taking things that are built in technology like your phone that you use every day and we're making it more engaging for them to use in their industry and we're disrupting it we're disrupting something that's been stagnant for a long period of time and we're we're shaking it up and we're bringing something to the table that will disrupt the environment and make it more engaging and we have seen a lot of things for donation and like Kickstarter and Indiegogo and all of these other platforms that are for fundraising or for building something and creating something. And we're taking that and putting it into the environment of fundraising for organizations and helping them achieve their goals for the year and for their events. And I think it's it's been extremely important that we focus on that and make that a priority
0: so we do mm-hmm. some always questions what is your biggest fear
2: i don't have fear no fear <laughs> nice i think that i think that's the thing that has really made me good at what i'm doing is like not not concerning myself with little petty things is like i could be concerned about those things and not be able to do my job well and so I try not to, I don't, I don't, I try not to have fear over anything because I think it limits us.
0: (laughs) All right. So here's one. What is one thing you wish someone would have told you? Like a lesson learned you wish someone would have told you?
2: Hmm. That's a great question.
0: We get Uh, get to answer a lot too. mm -hmm.
2: So in, in school, like, I don't think they really prepare you for the actual workforce. And so there was really only one professor that I learned a lot from. And so one thing that I would say that I, I wish I would have learned is the legal side of design. The first company I worked for, I left the company after being laid off and put some of the work on my website and not knowing that they would legally come against me saying that it, they owned it. And I didn't have rights to that work unless I got permission from them. And so I learned that, oh, no, what is this? (laughs) And I had no knowledge of it. They They didn't ever teach me that. And so I wish I would have learned that earlier on in the process rather than going through school and then getting into a job and having that happen. And I almost went into a separate career because of it. And so I wish I would have learned that earlier on. Well,
1: we're glad you didn't. <laughs>
2: it, it did impact me a lot. So it's pretty crazy that I'm, I'm actually still doing design because I almost jumped ship.
1: All right, folks, you heard it from the Pixel Pusher himself. That's a wrap.
2: Ooh,
1: that's <laughs> a wrap. <laughs> that's a wrap. Hey, guys, thanks for listening today to Raise More Now. I hope you enjoyed the show. Walk away with some fundraising goodness. If you want to tune in again, go to raisemore.com and subscribe. And from there, you can also find us on Facebook.
0: And we have some cool videos on raisemore.com. This is new to us. Again, we love feedback. So give it to us. Thanks. See ya.